Today marks one of three very important points of astrology for 21, 2021. Today, we welcome the Saturn-Uranus square that is going to take part in this year in three different parts. Today, we need to learn how to trust not only life, but learn to trust ourselves. And that's exactly what we're going to be talking about on the Sovereign Women Movement Show podcast. Satnam, beautiful goddesses. I am Jyoti Pratjikar. I help overachieving women heal their inner child, rewire their subconscious program, break ancestral karma so they can heal themselves, unleash their potential, and heal generations before and after them. And this is our movement. Satnam, beautiful goddesses, welcome. Welcome to today's podcast episode. If you're catching this live on Instagram, thank you so much for building community with us. Thank you so much for showing up for you. Thank you for all your wonderful comments, questions, your energy. It's been amazing to get your feedback and to really be able to share in this uh, community with all of you. And for those that are listening to the podcast, wherever you are streaming from, whether you're listening from Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, which you can stream, any place. Thank you. Thank you for the downloads. Thank you for the ratings. Thank you for those that have left comments and ratings and for those that continue to share. I highly, highly appreciate it. And I welcome you all to our community if you are brand new. Good morning, beautiful goddesses. Good morning, Nancy. How are you? Marissa, Gadi, how's everyone doing? Today is like the most important astrological event of the entire 2021. So let me know in the comments, how are you feeling today energetically? Yes, Chancla Survivor, Nancy. I thought it was, uh, uh, Nancy commented on my shirt and it says Chancla Survivor. And I thought it was very appropriate based on the cosmic energy that we're actually experiencing here. So yes, I am a Chancla survivor, proud and proud. And let me know in the comments, how are you feeling this energy? Because today is a very epic day. Tonight in our Kundalini yoga class for those sisters that are part of our community at Satori Wellness and Spirituality, we'll be talking a lot about today's cosmic energy. And more importantly, we're going to be actually integrating really specific energy work to help us heal through all of this, to help us move to higher frequency so we can take in the wisdom. Because there's always two parts of the energy, you know, there's the, the heavy, dark fear energy, and then there's love. And that frequency is so powerful that we can always choose by free will to move into that. Nancy says she's also a, a Chancla survivor. Join the club, sister. I think all of us that are part of Satori Wellness and Spirituality need a shirt like this. We're all in one way or another Chancla survivors for sure. Can you share more about what is happening today? Yes, I mean, that's exactly what I'm going to be sharing today. Uh, friendly Virgo, thank you so much for your beautiful comments. We're going to be talking about today because you need to prepare, ladies. Now, yesterday on the podcast, I did give you an over review about the Saturn Uranus it's a square ladies I want to make sure because yesterday a couple of times on the podcast I called it a conjunction because I was getting so excited with the energy as you all are feeling charged and vibrant like Christina is commenting here below but this is a square it is very different than a conjunction and first I'll explain what the difference so you guys understand the potential of what today brings and what the next what the next few months are going to be really all about and all up to actually 2023. So a conjunction is when two planets uh, become opposing each other and both of their energies become intensified, making one. 
right? Versus a square, it literally sounds like a square. Like it, it moves in the square direction and it actually, it, it causes a lot of tension because it demands action. A lot of people right away say, oh, squares are bad. They're not bad. They're just, they're going to demand your action in order to really manifest or co-create. That's why they can feel more intense. They can feel very difficult. And these types of squares that we're actually experiencing today, February 17th, the Saturn and Uranus square are two very opposing forces. And the last time that this actually happened were things like the Berlin Wall was crumbling or we had the great, uh, the great 1999 you know, dot-com explosion, economic uh, revolutions, economic downfalls. We had really big, big events that were happening in the world, World War II. So the reason that the energy feels so intense is because you have to imagine it as the father and the son story, the mother and the daughter. And what does that mean? You know, that, that epic battle of the father thinking that he knows best and the son moving into adulthood, knowing that his ways of thinking or her ways of thinking are actually the right way because she understands and she knows more than the mother. And it's the battle between the old and the new. And in as above, so below, you're going to start seeing this show up in the world. Like I was explaining, yes, we are seeing World War III, but people don't understand that World War III doesn't look the same as it did in 1900. The war, the war that we are all facing right now is the war of the mind. And I don't even know where the mind is. I just pointed to my brain. But, you know, the war of the mind because of the fear mongering and the separation and the uh, really keeping us apart because we know that in the Aquarius age together, we're unstoppable. And that's the Uranus energy. Rebellion wants the future. Uranus is very associated with Aquarius. When you think about Uranus, you think about the sign Aquarius, which is futuristic. Saturn is old rules. It is very much influenced by the sign of Capricorn, which is what? Structures, work, hard. That's the old Saturnian way. And they're clashing right now. And inside of you, you want that old, that old self maybe coming back to fight, triggered, right? Those things. And now I can see why I was actually drawn to go to Vegas this weekend, because in my old self, that was my rebellious way to get out there and to freaking just let it all out, right? Unleash, because ultimately Vegas is a, is a playground for adults. We all never grew up. We're all just children projecting our inner child stuff. And Vegas really allows that environment and space. But the big difference for me this time is that I went back to Vegas, but I don't drink alcohol anymore. So I didn't use my old ways. And I came back and I was really grateful. I enjoyed great food. I love people watching. I loved hanging out with my husband. We had a freaking fun time. We danced, we gambled, we did a lot of really fun things. So it wasn't the old Veronica completely because I didn't go back to get, get wasted, get drunk, but I did go back to enjoy myself in this polarity. And that could be happening to you as well. You know, you could be this old self, maybe wanting to come back and play, but you've got to make sure that you got your shadows on a leash. My friends, this is the year of doing the shadow work. 
This is a year of you being able to really face your own demons. Ultimately, the battle of the mind is because you are your biggest enemy. And when we don't work on our inner child programs, those moments when we're not seen, where we were left abandoned, where we were not loved unconditionally, that's coming up big time for people right now. Their subconscious mind is literally being played out into this world. And it is important for you to not bypass your own healing because ultimately you are the problem as well as you are the solution. And that's the other aspect of this energy that I want to talk about because yes it's heavy intense because the old structures are falling apart you know the Saturnian ways of time and Uranus wants rebellion wants to be in their Satnam and thank you so much for the great comments yes I've been completely alcohol free for more than two years now and it's amazing it's liberating I was actually sitting in one of our favorite restaurants we always go to this place it's called Cabo Wabo in uh in vegas and we were sitting there and i still can't find the song so if anybody you any of you know this song but i was sitting by myself because my husband had gone to the restroom just watching people so amazed so people were just entertaining and so fun to watch you know and the song started to play and the song said you got sober and now you're a soldier you got sober and now you're a soldier and I get chills even right now. And I listened to that song and I was sitting in Vegas, enjoying a nice cup of green tea and my Vox water or Vox, however you say that, V-O-X. Uh, I splurged on the water there. And I just had these tears come down my face and I was like, fuck yeah, I'm a fucking soldier. So it just gave me this fucking power and I just felt so good and amazing. And I still can't find the song. I've been Googling it. It was some kind of like rock song and I still have not been able to find it. So I feel like God created that song just for me at that moment so I could listen to those words. And it just brought a lot of gratitude to my heart and it brought just openness of heart and seeing how much I have transcended and how much, you know, how happy I am during a time where a lot of people are just not seeing the opportunity. And this is what I want to talk about now. There's a lot of opportunity with this Saturn Uranus square and the opportunities breakthroughs. What people are not paying attention to is that attention to is that we are having so many breakthroughs as it relates to healing mental health. We're seeing incredible breakthroughs in technologies like sound frequency, Kundalini yoga, SWC method, what I teach instead of Satori wellness and spirituality, what I use to heal my mental health instabilities, to heal my addiction to alcohol, to rewire my inner child programs to heal my inner child and forgive myself so that I could truly learn to live with an open heart and have beautiful sacred relationships with this world knowing who I am not governed by what's happening outside of me and so there's so many breakthroughs in you yourself if you are standing still and allowing the universe to guide you because I, I really believe that my husband and I were guided to Las Vegas. We had such an incredible time and we had so many, so much healing. I received, I may have not won $5 million, but I received so much abundance and prosperity and the breakthroughs that he had in our relationship and understanding ourselves so much better. I came back the richest woman of the world. And it, yes, it took a lot of 
still looking at those shadows and working through communication. But this is the, you have to have that consciousness of prosperity to truly be prosperous. Having the money is not enough because if you don't have the consciousness of gratitude, of knowing who you are, you'll never be able to enjoy the money and you'll never be, these experiences are never going to fulfill you because you're always going to be a hungry ghost that's going to be seeking and seeking. Now, if you stand still and you learn to connect with your heart, which is what this Aquarius age is showing us, then what will happen is that you'll be able to download incredible breakthroughs, just the way there's going to be breakthroughs and healing, mental health, and the economic system, the currency is going to completely change, you better start looking at investments for cryptocurrency for those types of investments, because all of it is completely crumbling. There's going to be breakthroughs in the educational system and you yourself. New businesses will be birthed. Those that will change your life, your destiny, but also the world, bringing solutions as a community. And you, by learning to stand still, by learning to go within and doing the inner work, facing your shadows, becoming your own best friend, you have the capability to make these incredible, incredible karmic breakthroughs in your life. Because we all have right now tools that our ancestors never had. You know, Kundalini Yoga was only taught to royalty. I feel like a queen because I have access to this information and then I integrate it, right? I have crowned myself. I don't need anyone else to crown me. I crown my husband and my kids, my boys. Yesterday, last night, we had the most beautiful meeting, you guys. There were so many breakthroughs. There was so much healing. It was the most like this planetary energy it's using it to your advantage right not letting it use you and the only way you can do that is if you're in your satnam you're aware of your thoughts feelings and emotions and you do the inner work ladies we've talked about this every single day it's not when you feel like it it's not when you get around to it you know that it's a priority because you rewire the subconscious mind and you're changing your frequency so if you want to have some breakthroughs create amazing businesses relationships it's important for you to go within and use this energy to your advantage don't let it use you jesus says the killer is all these things that i've done that is so see awareness awareness is good jesus though nothing wrong with awareness right we we become uh, aware and then we can change we cannot change what we're not aware of so that's what this uh and i'm glad you mentioned that too because uranus brings breaking shocking truths and revelations so we're going to be seeing a lot of this uranus is so rebellious that it wants the truth and it will get to the bottom of the truth so it is important for for oh that's the song the killers thank you so much i'm gonna have to look that up thank you that's what you're talking about thank you so much i literally looked for that song all over and i could not find it so that's my new um life mantra such a beautiful song there's also some sad parts to it like it was also talking about how uh the person was going through the struggle of every day was a struggle in the mind. So it brought me to those days where I was like, I needed to have a, a bottle of wine to survive. But at the same time, it just gave me the chills of being able to transcend those deepest, deepest aspects of my shadow. And, and just gives you the power to not get triggered anymore and look at, look, look how much you've actually overcome. Thank you so much, man. I'm gonna look that up and put that on my favorites for sure. So we're talking about trust because everything is changing. Everything is changing. You know, you're you're battling this old. And, and I'm not saying that in the Saturnian ways, there are some structures that you're going to be bringing to the age of Aquarius that will serve you. 
there, there are some, uh, Christina loves the killers. This is the first time I've ever heard of them. The first time, but apparently it was a very important uh, song that I needed to hear. Oh, Diane loves the killers as well. Well, I'm, I am on the late train ladies. Okay, so I'll be honest with you and Jesus can attest to this. I pretty much listen to mantras all day. <laughs> I stopped listening to, I don't, I just listen to my Kundalini mantras all day on repeat. And sometimes I get disconnected to the other type of music. And actually it was kind of fun to, to tune into some of the rhythms, but I had to start uh, checking out the killers. Apparently that was a life-changing moment in my life, ladies. It was beautiful. God was definitely talking. So we are talking about also trust because everything is going to be so rapidly changing. And by the way, this energy is going to be here until like 2023. We have three uh, specific points where you're going to feel it the most intense. It's February 17th, which is today, also June 10th and or June 14th and December 24th. So mark those days on your calendar so you kind of have preparation. Well, how do you prepare? You go within, you learn to ground yourself. Yes, Jesus, right on your birthday. Congratulations. I'm <laughs> just kidding. And, uh, and so, uh, no, actually, this one's not going to be on your birthday. This is June and, and December. You're good. Unless some, if you guys are traveling in uh, Christmas Eve, it's something to think about. Just uh, be very conscious. So... Um, uh, we're talking about trust because everything's changing. And yesterday I kind of gave you a little bit of the metaphysics of trust. Today I want to share with you the developmental process of trust because for even with forgiveness and trust, you can't, it's not something that you do. It's not something that you do at all. Yes, Jesus, it is for three years. The energy is is not overnight. I know a lot of people are like, well, is today the only day that I feel the energy? I wish I could say that, but the reality is that it's a process. Imagine you're just dismantling programs not only of this lifetime but of thousands of years so it takes you know it takes and and time is an illusion for us that's why there's so many breakthroughs and I went to a beautiful cacao ceremony with this beautiful uh, Mayan uh, timekeeper and he was telling us how uh, time is actually because Saturn has rings around it and they're actually dissolving and Saturn was the father of time. So even the way we experience time is changing completely. And now I think all of us can agree that it feels like time is just kind of moving faster. Well, the reason that is, is because of the uh, way we are experiencing ourselves in even multiple dimensions. As you start to do the inner work, you can learn to collapse time and you can learn and, and even the, the uh, government government has been using like astral projection and, and the ability to travel through dream states and stuff like that for a hundred, I mean, since the early 1900s. So this, now we're becoming more aware of this. So it's going to change faster. It's quantum and we can do a lot of healing in, in, a, in a meditation in a one, in one sitting, because we can pull from the energies of the ancestors that are, I really believe they're here to help us. And they're here to say, look, you've been through a lot of shit. I'm sorry you had to carry all this karma from all these times, but it's time to release yourself. And the only way we can release ourselves is by learning to trust ourselves. And the only way we can trust ourselves is by learning to accept ourselves unconditionally and love ourselves unconditionally, which ultimately points to forgiving ourselves unconditionally. And forgiveness is not something that you do. And trust is also not something that you do. Forgiveness, you have to. And trust, you have to imagine it as a ladder that you climb. I really want you to imagine that because 
a lot of us feel that we need to just forgive and it should be over and I, I know and I shouldn't be triggered anymore right and yes even of course miracles does teach the psychotherapy that I teach it does say there is either you fully forgive or you don't get out of the way but in truth and how we experience our emotions it's a ladder and you climb it and you get to higher levels of consciousness by realizing that the lack of forgiveness especially for yourself or for others or the lack of trust for yourself ultimately is your biggest demise it's like you drinking the venom and expecting the enemy to actually die it's just not going to work and so there's a process to trust that we must learn to surrender to and if you are feeling right now that you cannot trust life or that you can't trust yourself maybe you're feeling a little disconnected from your intuition maybe you're feeling like a lot of uncertainty you know especially with all of these changes well we're i'm going to take you to a very quick process this is what i teach inside of satori that we kind of discuss in detail last night's of course, in Miracles class was fire. I just want to say thank you, ladies, because it was so open. It was beautiful. It was perfect. And it was so interesting to see so many of us go through the same things. It's like, okay, we're not crazy, you know, and to be able to support each other and just know, you know, that you're on the right path, regardless of what your mind tells you is it's a blessing. So thank you so much for those that attended last night. That was awesome. It was fire, Diane. And it was incredible. Diane says one step at every obstacle. That's exactly how it is. It's if you're afraid to take the steps, you're going to be living in more fear. And those are the people that have the existential crisis. They're so afraid to die, to take the steps that they're forgetting to live. And then that really causes existential crisis. Imagine if you're afraid to travel and see the world, you wouldn't be experiencing these great experiences that my husband and I, my family and I have been experiencing. They're fun. And I mean, Jesus was there in uh, Vegas. I'm sure you had a blast. You know, it's still, it's all mindset. And he's been traveling a lot. I mean, he just came back and he went to Mexico to uh, Cancun and all these different places. You guys, he just doesn't post because he's a humble guy, but this guy's a world traveler. So he's, he's dealing with his uh, inner child subconscious program. <laughs> so yeah, one, one step at a time. So processing and developmenting or how to develop trust ladies, the metaphysics of it. Okay. So really quickly taking you to this and you grab a pen and paper. If you, I'm going to give you a minute to go grab one. This one might be good for you to jot down, keep it on your phone, keep it on your phone, keep it on your mirror somewhere so that when you feel like you're not trusting life, you can see how you can move yourself back into the process. Okay. So number one process of development of trust is first, you must go through what is called a period of undoing undoing so this is not this doesn't need to be painful but we usually actually make this really really painful usually we actually suffer through all of this love your cari bendiciones yeah we love you cari so much and so this is really understood because what's happening here in undoing is that we are actually undoing those things that you value so like uh, for example, maybe you feel like you've been betrayed and you can't trust, then what you're actually being shown is that at that point of undoing is that those things that you valued or that person is not something that you value any longer. So it's this awareness. And then the awareness of undoing also shows you that you're the solution as much as the problem. And that's why it gets really painful. Most of us make this really painful because we don't ultimately forgive ourselves. This is what I always say. It's not that you can't forgive others. It's that you can't forgive yourself for 
doing it, for allowing it to happen, because ultimately you had an intuition that it was going to happen, for feeling that you could have done something to prevent it. Those are really hard thought systems that, that it's hard to face them. And that's why a lot of people don't go into meditation or don't face themselves because they're not willing to undo those thought patterns that tell them that they are flawed or that there's something wrong with them or that ultimately that they are sinners. And that's the biggest, biggest mistake we make. And that, and we do that a lot also because we've been indoctrinated through religion to believe that there is a God that judges good and bad. And that when you do get to the afterlife, you know, you're going to go to hell. You know, the reality is that hell is here when you're not connected to your truth in this physical experience, you know, because you think you're disconnected from source and from God and you think you're a sinner or you think you something has gone wrong. There's errors. There's errors that happen in this world. But through forgiveness and compassion, everything in this world is forgivable. We we're talking about this last night. There is nothing in this world that is unforgivable, nothing. Sometimes we have to learn hard lessons through pain, but that's why I teach the stuff, you know, that's the, the pain that taught me, not stuff, this incredible sacred wisdom that, that I had to learn to forgive or else I wasn't learning the lesson. And remember Jesus Christ, you know, they, they crucified him, not religiously, but I'm just giving you an example. They crucified him. And he said from the cross, forgive them father for they know not what they do. That's a G that's a true guru right there. Like people are crucifying you and you're saying that that's what he was trying to teach us all of us as well. And we victimize ourselves. We create, we stay in these stories of something went wrong. I'm evil when errors occur, but we can give them to the highest light and ask for what? ask for our own personal forgiveness and release because that's the freedom we're all seeking but we no one can free us only we can free ourselves so the first step of, uh, first step of developing trust is this stage that really can be painful it's only because you're making it painful but it is painful because you are not wanting to let go of the stories of drama that keep you tied down to believing you're separate from god so lizzie says because jesus christ has seen his shadows a hundred percent he's never denied him that a lot of people think oh, he was holy and he was this no he was in polarity and he, he was aware and kept them on a leash and he didn't project them out that was the difference between jesus christ and us that we project them out into the world and he he knew fully who he was lizzie's like i truly believe it when you see your own shadows and forgive yourself a hundred percent and that was the work that he went to do you know there was 15 years of his life that we know nothing about. That's when he went to go face the demons, to face the shadows, right? To go handle them. And that's the thing that we, we also put uh, spiritual masters on this box. Like they are perfect and they've never had a bad thought and they've never, you know, done anything. Uh, quite honestly, the most amazing spiritual teachers have been through the darkest nights of the souls and they've come out of the freaking Phoenix rising baby. And it's because they had to face their shadows. That's what Jesus said. Jesus Christ did. Very much true. So this first part, we make it painful because it's the undoing of our victim mentality and undoing also that we're not inherently wrong. That's the sad part, right? That we're, we're programmed to believe that we're inherently wrong. And this shows up in the inner child and it shows up in blockages in all aspects of our lives in relationships in prosperity, not believing you can be a millionaire or a zillionaire or whatever you want to be, 
in relationships, in uh, your business, right? It's all mindset and energy. So the undoing can, usually we make that very painful. Next, after the undoing comes the teach you as the learning, as you're learning as a student, you know, you must go through a period of sorting out. All things in life are helpful. And this is where you start to learn to become a master, learn to live in the neutral mind. That is a true essence of a yogi. A yogi is not reactive to life. Doesn't get, ego doesn't get inflated by all the good things that are happening to her, but ego doesn't get deflated by the bad things that are happening to her. So you learn to understand even the traumatic things. That is what a miracle is, a shift in perception. You learn that you did not create them. You, you did not deserve them. Let me just say that. You did not deserve because ultimately everything that has happened to you in your life, even the worst things that you've seen happened for you. God, highest consciousness believes that you're such a fucking badass that your soul can learn the lessons this way. You don't have to continue to learn the lessons this way. The age of the martyr is long gone. We don't have to learn through suffering. That's a choice. We have free will. We do have free will. And that's why even when you see a homeless person, if you feel sorry for them, you're not seeing the whole story. If you see them as equal as you, whole and complete, you're going to raise their vibration by seeing them that way. But if Jesus Christ didn't heal because he saw other people sick, he healed because he saw other people whole and complete. So that's the whole shift in perception of when you start to realize, and this is what miracles are, and this is the psychotherapy that I teach, and this is what I've been teaching myself for the last 12 years, is rewiring my perceptions about what I believe went wrong. There's a lot of things in my life I cannot go back and change whether I want to or not. The only thing I can change are the perceptions of what I believe happened. And when you change the perceptions of what you believe happened, you are no longer governed by the rules of this polarity. This is what we talked about yesterday, about good and bad, cause and effect. You live beyond that. You live connected to source, divinity. You are a sovereign woman. And that's what happens during this state. We have to learn to what? Shift the frequency of our perceptions. And then we move into the next part, the third stage. And this is a period of relinquishment. Now, this is still not yet surrender. The relinquishment period, a lot of people think of it as weak, and this is strength. This is when you start to realize, oh my God, everything I have been doing has just not been working. So to me, this is exactly now being able to make the free will decision of taking the heroine's journey, not the hero's journey. The hero's journey is the mind. But now you're like, holy shit, I have been doing this, all this, and it has just not been working. I am ready to find another way. So it's a period of where you're like, okay, I'm going to surrender. I'm going to surrender and give it up to my highest consciousness. If you don't believe in God, it's your highest consciousness. If you believe in an archetype, if you believe in Jesus Christ and Kali, Shiva, Krishna, that's okay too. Believe in what you want. But ultimately you are the God that incarnated here to be self-realized and recognized as that God. There's not a highest frequency of who you are ever to incarnate in this world. Our only problem is that we don't recognize that. We don't see our self-worth. We don't see ourselves as goddesses. That's the big awakening that is also happening right now with the Saturn Uranus awareness here that, that's coming. It's the, hey, I'm not just a body. I'm a freaking soul having this infinite experience. And if I forgive myself fully and I relinquish myself to highest spirit, wow maybe the solutions will come. 
And so you go through the stage of battling that whole, should I surrender or should I not? And then finally comes the surrender. Now, when you are surrender, this is a period of actually settling down. You fully have, and a lot of people, it happens to really tragic events, like they get really sick, they get a really uh, cancer or something really tragic happens. They have a stroke. You know, I know uh, Ram Das, one of my favorite spiritual teachers, he had a stroke all his life. He wanted to slow down. He had a stroke. But when he had the stroke, he didn't see it as a negative thing. He saw it as exactly what he needed to learn the lessons of love, that he was enough, that he didn't have to do anything, that he didn't have to take action. And, the, and after he had the stroke, he became even higher in consciousness. He was connected to the divinity the whole time. His teachings got even more powerful because he was finally, he didn't want to surrender, but God surrendered him. You know what I mean? And we don't have to do that. But for him, it wasn't something negative. For him, it was something that was part of the journey that he was here to live. And he left an incredible legacy. He passed away in December of 2020. And he still lives in my heart. I still feel him here in this energy because that's what great masters and great gurus do. You know, they, they leave their energetic imprint for all of us to enjoy. So this is a moment of your, you, you don't need to go through this in, in a traumatic experience. You know, you don't need to go through an illness to get there. This is where we start to really turn for all of us. If you right now are feeling that you're not trusting to, to move into the state, I say right away, move into gratitude. You know, what are you grateful for? Have you walked outside and looked at how beautiful the sky is today? Have you realized you're taking a breath? You know, there was a, friend of mine who had a brain tumor and he said that there were all these days he was busy 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 and he had a brain tumor and now that he had the brain tumor he wished he just had like one of those normal days where he used to have them before you know you take those little things for granted when when you don't slow down and you don't surrender to the highest consciousness and this is what the age of Aquarius is all about this is what the great Uranus Saturn square is teaching us if you want breakthroughs and miracles surrender and give it all to the universe to God and you'll see there this is an incredibly auspicious time of, of incredible gifts to those that the underdogs those that have been perhaps gone through a lot of ancestral karma those that have perhaps have been put in slavery and oppression this is a time for us to really come out of that but it takes a full relinquishment and surrender to a highest knowing. Because if you're not doing that, then you're only listening to the ego. And what is the ego? That's your mind. That's not gonna work in the age of Aquarius. Why? Because the ego's programs. And what's the program? It's your inner child. And if you're not looking at the charismatic, amazing, positive aspects of the inner child, then instead you're projecting the, I was never seen, I was abandoned, you know, I, I am codependent because I wasn't given unconditional love, then that's going to show up even more in your life right now. So it's a, it's a state of complete grace and knowing and trusting. And you can only do that when you know who you are, when you've done the inner work to rewire your belief systems about thinking you're just a body or thinking that you are a sinner or thinking that something has gone wrong. No, nothing outside of us can take our power. We give it away. That's just the reality and the truth. Just a lot of people are not so ready to hear that. So you settle down and you surrender completely. And hopefully it's not through something tragic. I know for me, I had to learn the hard way for many years. And 
I decided to finally take another route, <laughs> decided to rewire the subconscious. And then the next stage is a period of unsettling because you surrender and you give up your power, right? And you actually, the, it's very difficult to learn to live consistently in the neutral mind. That's what we do as yogis. We have three aspects of the mind. We have a negative mind, positive mind, and a neutral mind. We learn to balance them out because even the negative mind serves a purpose in this world. It helps you not be so gullible and it helps you not run through a busy freeway, right? But when it's not in balance, then it causes you to be paranoid, right? Same thing with positive mind. The good news is that there exist energetic recipes for you to learn to balance these minds out so that you can learn to live in true neutrality, because what happens is that as you start to learn to trust God, as you learn to trust yourself, which is what Diane is saying, as you learn to trust the universe, this highest consciousness, that you are being always guided, more of that programming, more of the ego will come and get you <laughs> because it doesn't want to let go. It wants to hold on to dear life. This is why I always say when you begin your healing journey, I always tell the women that come into our community, be very kind to yourself because the very few, I mean, you can have a couple of weeks of a honeymoon type of meditation situation, but typically, you know, right after that, it becomes very unsettling because you start to open up the subconscious mind to everything you've been hiding all those programs, all those shadows that you don't want to accept. So after you surrender, there's a moment of like, oh, this doesn't feel good. I feel vulnerable. I feel exposed. I feel like I can't do this. And this is where the trust issues really, really come up. But remember, you've been through all these other phases. So if you continue up the ladder, you feel what? You feel uncomfortable. You feel how it feels to live with an open heart. You feel what it feels to feel your freaking emotions. Because that's the number one thing. If you feel your freaking emotions, you can actually deal with them. But if you don't, you'll, they'll continue to persist. They'll continue to come at you. So this is a very tough time a stage a tough stage in the developing trust process now we're at the last stage finally so you get into this uncomfortable mode of trusting god highest consciousness trusting yourself like diane says and then comes finally a period of achievement a period of achievement it's easy as that this is living beyond perception this is you living in the neutral mind. You've done the inner work. You've rewired your subconscious programming. You remember who you are. You are the highest daughter of the highest God. You remember that you are worthy. You remember that you are sovereign. You remember you're here to do amazing, great things. You're living beyond your own perceptions, which are your programs. This is a time of celebration. This is a time of achievement. And all of us have this birthright. All of us have this ability to do that. But you have to learn to see yourself in the different stages and the different phases of the process. Now, look at your life right now. You know, we've gone through these six different phases of learning to develop trust in life. Where do you see yourself? Are you in the first phase? Do you feel like you're maybe in the fifth phase where you're actually feeling the unsettling emotions right now? If you're there, that's amazing because right around the corner, especially with this crazy energy, you got a period of achievement, baby. And if you are doing different things in your now, your future is going to be different. That's what I always tell the beautiful goddesses in our community. If you are changing your inner frequency, which is your thoughts, feelings, and beliefs, your future is guaranteed to be different. 
definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting new results. And when you don't change the inner world, the outer world is never going to change. Never, 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 because we are co-creating the outer world based on what we are experiencing inside. That's just quantum physics. It's energy. You literally Material does not show up unless it starts first as a vibration. That's quantum physics for you. Same thing with belief systems. And this is why we have to rewire our inner child programming because we've been programmed not only from this lifetime and especially the traumas, you know, the traumas, if you haven't processed them, they're stuck in your body and they run in your life 85% of your day. This is why every day it's important for us to prioritize our mental health rewiring those subconscious program because if you're listening to this i promise you that you are probably a, not only a chancla survivor but that your ancestors picked you to break some freaking serious cycles this is our time ladies this is not a time to be sleeping this is a time to go within raise our frequency know how powerful we are and understand that we are worthy of living amazing beautiful sovereign lives that's what's so beautiful, being able to connect virtually that they can't stop us. That, you know, Regardless of the separation and the fear mongering, here we are building community, coming together, raising each other's frequency, seeing each other's beauty and looking at each other as incredible goddesses instead of competition or hating on each other. That's the beautiful part about all of the things that we do at Satori Wellness and Spirituality. So trust, trust, trust. As you can see, it's a ladder. It's a ladder. And these are the teachings, some of the teachings. I wanted to just give you some previews of what I teach inside of. Thank you so much for the hearts. Thanks, Monica, so much for the um, hearts and thumbs up. Diane, thank you. Appreciate you all so much. Just wanted to give you a quick preview of some of the things that I teach inside of Satori Wellness and Spirituality. SWC method, it is a component, of course, of healing the mind because ultimately all healing happens at the mind. So if you want to find out a little bit more about the SWC method, check out the link below in the podcast. It's Veronica Berrigan, I am forward slash three-step framework. You can also click the link in my bio, ladies, if you all are catching this on Instagram, easy to find right at the top right there. Just click on it. It's a 55-minute training. It actually gives you an overview of the SWC method, who it's for, who it's not for. And you'll be able to decide if it's something that you're ready to jump on. And you can jump on as a monthly member, or you can jump on also as a yearly member. A lot, I would say 50% of the people that actually signed up have signed up as a yearly member just because they save more money uh, in the long run. But it is something that is accessible to all of you, especially if you're ready to really unleash your potential. I do attract overachieving women. And the reason I say overachieving is because they truly are ready to clear ancestral karma they're they're not victims anymore they realize that just as much as they are the problem they're also the solution and they're ready to truly see their own divinity they're really to live it and walk it and talk it and to be able to be part of a community with such beautiful goddesses goddesses is a blessing to me so just thank you so much to all of you for being so amazing in your own way Thank you for all of you that are building community with us here. Uh, tomorrow is actually Thursday. Best membership ever. Love you, Diane. Thank you so much. <laughs> love you so much, sister. Seriously, love you, love you. Uh, this is actually already Wednesday. Monday, there was no podcast. So yesterday's you can listen to a little bit more so you can get into the metaphysics of, of trust. Desenia, how are you? Beautiful. So good to see you here. And uh, tomorrow's Thursday. So tomorrow there will be no podcast. And tomorrow's my daddy's birthday. My daddy's birthday. If anybody knows where I can get 
a really cool treadmill by tonight, let me know because we waited till the last minute and um, Amazon is not going to come through anymore. But let me know if anybody knows where I can get a cool treadmill. Um, that's what he wanted for his uh, birthday, which is kind of cool. But yeah, tomorrow's my daddy's birthday and tomorrow's also Thursday. So there's no podcast, but Friday we'll have another podcast. Lizzie will be back on Friday and her and I are going to talk about trust. And she's going to share, <laughs> she's crying already. You know what? You're going to have to say the truth about this because Uranus wants to say the truth. So get ready, Lizzie. This is time. This is a time to unleash and to let it all out and to say it how it is because that's what Real Talk Fridays are all about. Feliz cumpleaños, Cristina says to you, Lizzie. Yes, feliz cumpleaños one more time. Beautiful Aquarius baby goddess. Yeah, she's definitely been celebrating, ladies. She she partied it up all weekend. Ooh, ooh. Maybe she'll tell us a little about, about what happened on, um, on Friday. <laughs> she says, always ready. She's ready, ladies. She's ready. She wants to celebrate all month. So Friday, she's going to be here with us again. And uh, we'll be talking about <laughs> trust and love me some Lizzie, Diane. Yep, Lizzie and Diane. Eh, eh. Those two, don't get them together in a room because... Mm-mm. <laughs> she's covering her face. I love you guys so much. You all are the best for real. Thank you, ladies, for being here today. I will catch you all again on Friday. And Lizzie said we're going to be on time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. I am committed to coming back at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Somebody hold me accountable. Can somebody hold me accountable? Because it really just helps all of us. <laughs> so <laughs> Diane's going to hold me accountable. 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time on Friday, and I will be held accountable. Thank you so much, ladies. Have a blessed rest of your evening. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Sovereign Woman Movement Show podcast episode. Let's continue the conversation by joining me in my free training on how to heal emotionally and awakening spiritually, where I share with you my exact three-step framework, the SWC method on how to take your sovereignty back. So click on the link below and pick a time that works best for you. Also, follow me on Instagram at Veronica Berrigan, I am, and also in our community page at Sovereign Woman Movement. I look forward in connecting with you there. Satnam.